All and right. we're back. And we're back. <laughs> <sighs> Welcome back, Tyler. Welcome back. Welcome to another back. episode. Welcome back. Welcome back. No, I didn't feel that. Okay. That was not of the Lord. Okay. So, um, anything new? Nope. Anything we need to catch people up on? Nope. Mm. Well, you're moving. <laughs> you're going to... That was not supposed to be revealed yet. Moving to China. That's not supposed to be revealed yet. Yeah. Well, thanks for spoiling that. Yeah. No, nothing new. Excited to be back. So, on our last podcast, when I talked about how my notes kind of are not the best all mm-hmm. the time, I did get one person mm-hmm. who texted me and said she takes amazing notes that I should probably use her. Who was this person? It was Cassandra. I mean, Kathy. Kathy, oh. <laughs> who you call? She's as nice. Cassidy, to Cassandra. I, w- I wouldn't take it to heart. Wow, she's just too nice. No, I just <laughs> but uh. then when she did, she did, she did give me a compliment, saying that when she listened to one of the sermons that she wasn't in there because she had nursery, mm-hmm. that she knew what the sermon was about according to my notes. So That's she said awesome. it wasn't horrible. So I felt better about that. That's awesome. Thank you, Lord, for... Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Grace. <laughs> Grace through my horrible notes. Amen. 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 They're all really bad. Well... All right. And they're not any better this week. <laughs> no, they're much worse this week. Uh, well, this was, a, this was not an easy sermon to follow either. No. But no. it was really good. It was so good. Oh, my goodness. I think um, we discussed this a little bit before we started recording, but like with Merritt telling stories... Yeah. I mean, you can't take notes on stories. It's hard to take it's notes hard on to, stories. Yeah. yeah. Because it's a story, it's not necessarily like like a one-sentence phrase, so, mm-hmm. you know. And I guess people who didn't know, like, this past Sunday, uh, Pastor Crane was out of town mm-hmm. visiting family, and so his wife, uh, Pastor Merritt, she spoke. Yes. And it was amazing. It was like, literally, I told Pastor, it was um, the best sermon I've ever heard her preach really? in my life. Yeah, like, hands down. It was, <laughs> it was amazing. No, it was good. Uh, it was really good. <laughs> yeah, and... Um, and the the stinky thing is, is like the whole city was having problems with Bright House. Yes. Bright House Spectrum or whatever. Yeah. And the so internet our was Wi-Fi down. went yeah. down. So like we only got a little bit of worship on the stream, but none of the message. None of the message. Was it record, like, was it I don't know recorded, that's... you know, DVD? I don't know if I... Tim does that. CD-wise? CD, yeah. I don't, know if he was, I don't know if he was doing that this this week or, or not, if we still do that, but. Yeah. Yeah, man, it was so good. It was good. really good. I, as, as, I hope we can do it some justice today. I know, I do too. It was really good. Yeah, I, as, as I was sitting there, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a good podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, anyways. Yeah. So what did right she in. talk about? She talked about tithing. No. <laughs> um, uh, so I Tithing and why you're not doing it. Exactly. Why you're not doing it? <laughs> Why you're not oh, doing okay. um, it. She, she kind of talked about a couple different things. Mm-hmm. Talked about worship. Worship. Um, talked about worshiping spirit and truth. But I really feel like she talked about the presence mm-hmm. and a value for the presence mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, like, you'll kind of get this as we hop around a little bit. But yeah. um, Through my but you're terrible notes. <laughs> I guess the background of this is um, she kind of used this <clears throat> as the, the story. Or just you know the jumping off point was a couple mm. weeks ago. Pastor um, Crane, Pastor Merritt, and me and my wife all went to Toronto, Toronto, Toronto to catch the fire 
conference. Did you catch there. any fire? No. No, I just caught cold. No, <laughs> no, yeah, it was amazing. It was yeah. so good. They had amazing speakers. You can go look at the online on who all spoke and stuff. But, um, so she just talked about you know her expectations on going up there and kind of what happened to her and and then sort of her um, processing as she went home and mm-hmm. I think we'll get into that mm-hmm. some. But that's kind of the backdrop of of all of this sort of stuff. And um, and yeah, so let's go ahead and get started. Let's get started. So her scripture was John 4, 21 through 24. Mm-hmm. This is Jesus talking to the woman at the well. And uh, this is when he's saying, uh, woman, believe me, an hour is coming when you will neither, an hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship, you worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know. For salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. So That's awesome. Yeah. I was, I get so, never mind. That what? was, it was just a silly thought, like, you know when it says, like, Jesus said to her, and mm-hmm. then it starts in the red letters? Mm-hmm. Like, I always try to picture Jesus, like, actually saying those words, mm-hmm. like, to really, I don't know, it's silly in my head, but. I just get a little excited when I see the red letters. Sorry. Uh, old DC Talk song. Letters. <laughs> red you know letters. Song. I do know that song. It's a good song. Anyways, so. Um, yeah. So what was it, what was her first kind of point? Want to be in his presence. Hmm. Hmm. These notes are terrible. <laughs> it's beautiful. These are awful notes. You want to be in his presence. Um, well, let's let's unpack maybe that scripture a little bit, yeah. and then we'll kind of move on from there. Because I'll tell you my favorite part of that scripture. Mm-hmm. Is um, when he says, um, God is spirit. Oh, yeah. So those who worship him must worship in yeah. spirit and truth. I love that. And even Merritt said something Sunday about yeah. if you don't know what God is, he's yeah. a spirit. Yeah. And he's so therefore we worship him in, in the spirit. spirit. Right? What does worshiping in the spirit mean? Mm. Hmm. I mean, I love what your point, but like, what do you, what is like when you're like, what does that mean? I, I think besides just the physical part of worship, mm-hmm. um, it's also what I worship in the spirit. So like with my spiritual language, mm. I'm worshiping because it's not me worshiping. It's the spirit that lives inside of me yeah. worshiping. Right. So not, when you say not you, you mean like your mind. Right. You're not like putting thoughts in there yeah yeah i agree yeah i agree but that's um, my favorite part of that scripture yeah. but go ahead i love the part where it says um uh the, f- the father is seeking mm. such to worship him he's mm. seeking people who worship in spirit and truth i love so that. he's he's looking for us to he be... is constantly looking for people who are going to worship him yeah. in spirit and truth that's good um which means there's people who don't do it and there's people who do. I'm going to underline that yes. in my Bible. I love it. Because that's good. So he's, he, like, he's looking for it and I always like, like you're talking about visualizing. Mm-hmm. I'm visualizing the Father, like, just like searching through the lands. Um, kind of, you, you and I are big Lord of the Rings bus. Mm-hmm. So like, how the Eye of Sauron <laughs> yes. like searches, but like in a good way. Right. But a good Eye of Sauron. 
like just constantly combing like to see mm-hmm. one person who is who is worshiping in spirit and truth yeah and um yeah. yeah maybe maybe later on if we have time we'll we'll talk about what worshiping in spirit and truth is you know whatever yeah. i think she does uh, talk about it a little bit but yes um but yeah that's my favorite part so yeah. anyways so good stuff want to be wanting in his... to be in his presence i do too me too i think i want that more than yeah anything <laughs> like i'm trying to think of anything that i, I would um... want more nope i want his presence hold on keep talking i got i want to pull up something I oh my gosh too much pressure to Come keep on, talking say something, say something, say something. i got nothing i got nothing oh my gosh <laughs> terrible how do i pull all right. Oh my god! I, I saw this person, um, that would remain nameless, nameless, faceless. Oh come on! Um, they said something that was really good. Um, oh come on, man! Was it me? No, of course not. No. Maybe it was on Facebook. I don't know. But they said this. They said, um, "I have to paraphrase it now." They said. Um, our ultimate goal is his presence. Mm. Like, no, no, no. That's not what they said. Success to us looks like his presence. I heard that too. Yeah, I, you saw that too. I did. Right. I can't remember who said it. I don't but, remember either, but I I heard the same thing. Yeah. Um. So, like, I just love that. And that. Yeah. If you think about it, if Jesus comes, it means that I have postured my heart in a way. That invites him mm-hmm. to me. That success, yeah. Like all the other stuff that we talk about and we do in church, that has mm-hmm. nothing to do with that. Like maybe it's beneficial, but there's something like Jesus talks about Martha and Mary. She chose the higher mm-hmm. calling. Mm-hmm. She chose the high, the greater one of these. Is that success to me looks like His presence coming, yeah. and I just so want to be in His presence. Me too. And um, oh man. Last night was so good. It was good. Last night was so good. Other than the squeaking piano yeah. and then the, the off-tune keys, it was awesome. And the, the guy singing was just okay. He was terrible. <laughs> well, Zachariah was singing louder than me sometimes. So. And he won't hear this. No, because he don't listen. He doesn't he don't listen. listen. We're, we're going to start talking crap about Zachariah's entire episode. Because <laughs> he won't listen. He's going to come up to us tomorrow and be like, hey, I caught up on all episodes. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> we're going to be like, Oh, oops. Anyway, so loving his presence. Loving his presence is so good. It really is good. I mean, here's what I'm thankful for, though, about his presence. Sorry, I'm doodling. No, Um, I love, because I was thinking about this in worship Sunday morning, that through Jesus, I get to come into his presence without having to, like, kill a whole bunch of bulls and sheeps and lambs and all this stuff like so much blood right so So much much blood blood. yeah (laughs) so much blood like i don't know if you know this about me but i get very um queasy queasy about blood brown blood like elijah bit his um his lip one time like it went through Ooh, yeah his tooth went through there ouchie yeah so much blood came gushing out, and I felt lightheaded, like I was gonna faint. I oh, had wow. to sit down. I I was out of it, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if I think about that, and if like if I was Old Testament, like trying to get into the Holy of Holy, which I probably wouldn't, because I wouldn't be like 
a Levite, but you anyways, also, you're a woman, so you wouldn't be able to do that. Exactly. <laughs> but anyways, but just like all the blood in the temple, mm-hmm. like you didn't have to go into the holies of holies to see it. Like mm-hmm. it was out there seen for everybody to see mm-hmm. and all that blood. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to do that. Yeah. Like because of Jesus's blood. Right. I get to come into the holies of holies and just be in his presence yeah. anywhere. Yeah. And not even in a temple, yeah. not even at church on Sunday. Yeah. Anywhere I'm at. I can be in his presence. Yeah. And that's what I'm like. Like, that's exciting to me. Yeah. I, I just, don't know. I, that just excites me. The presence for me is like addicting. Like, yes. Or addictive. I don't know which one's the right one. Mm-hmm. But like, it's, I'm addicted to the presence. Right. And, and I think that's healthy. Like, yes. I, and people are like, oh, that's, that's a weird way to say it. Okay. I like being with Jesus. Right. And I want to be with him more. That makes right. you feel better. Right. Like, I love being in the presence. Mm-hmm. I sometimes am confused, like when people come to church mm-hmm. or just Christians in general, and like there's just not really a value right. for the presence. Like they don't really right. want to. It's like I, it's like if there's a, if there's a value for the presence there, like a, a drawing. I don't see it. I just don't get it. Like, because yeah. why would you not want to sit in the presence? And I think sometimes people really haven't tasted yes they really haven't yes. tasted they've experienced his theology mm-hmm. they've experienced well that's not you don't really experience theology they've they've learned his theology <laughs> they've heard about him and all this sort of stuff they've experienced the church being nice to them mm-hmm. but like man there's just been so countless times over my life too many to ever like remember or i've been in the front on my knees crying and just like waves and waves of glory mm-hmm. like passing over me mm-hmm. and I feel powerless but in the same sense I feel powerful right I feel and and, it, and I don't know if people you'll get this but like I feel fearful mm-hmm. you ever been in the presence <laughs> and it's so thick and it's so powerful that you're afraid yeah because like um a preacher talks about I've heard somebody say this before like that they've been in the presence before and it was so you feel like if there's any more of this, I'm going to die. Right. Like I've had right. that. I've had to where I was shaking so violently and just felt just God. Like I heard somebody one time when I was a little kid describing me this way. I was like, I asked my dad as a little kid. I said, like, why? Or I asked somebody. I don't know if it was my dad or not. I said, why do people fall on the ground? Why are they shaking? Or why are they like shaking and stuff? And somebody said, it's because Jesus is stomping around in their heart. Wow. And like shaking things up. Wow. And like I've never lost that image of like Jesus just on the inside of somebody just like stomping around like just messing stuff up and I love that and so like I've been in those moments and like I can't go back Mm -hmm. I can't Mm -hmm. ever have anything other than that right it's amazing yeah no I love that kicking and stomping around thing because um (laughs) when Roland Baker Uh oh yeah um when I was slain in the spirit mm. or whatever, however you want to call it, uh, which was my first time ever. Right. And, um, which was a year ago. Yeah. Not even a year ago. It's crazy that it took So that crazy that I've been in church for 18 years and that was the Had first time. Had you ever time. gone to the front to like get yeah. more of the Lord and just never happened? Never happened. Yeah. I mean, I've fallen to my knees. Why do you, you think know, that they, is? Um, for me, for me, me only, I, I can't speak for other people. Uh-huh. Mine was pride. But you went before, though, before. Yeah, but I, I knew when I walked up there, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not. 
But didn't didn't you tell me that night like you're also like ain't nothing gonna happen? Yes. But <laughs> something so, happened. Yeah, that night was just weird because well, and I f- I feel like it was part of that journey that I was on as far okay. as like I wanted more, but I had to get over what it looked like. Mm. Like I had to get over that, mm. and that's why I said it was pride for me, just because you, it's like you cared uh, what people thought about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or how I would look falling out. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Which I always think that's funny is like... Because it's not always pretty and graceful either. (laughs) It's always funny to me, like, whether it's me or somebody else who's, you know, worried about what people think. Mm -hmm. And you look around and everybody else is doing the same thing. Thank you. Like, like, who's going to judge you? Everybody else on the ground? Thank you. That's weird. Anyway, so when he he came over and I fell out or whatever, but um, when I was on the ground... I was aware I was on the ground, which this is a whole nother right. side topic here. But when I was on the ground, I knew I was on the ground. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't like unconscious. Like right. I knew where I was, but I could not get up. Like it was just mm-hmm. this heaviness. And then I think I told you and Tiffany afterwards, like I felt almost like a chiropractor wow. on the inside, just like moving things, yeah. adjusting things mm-hmm. like I can't explain it, but I could right. just feel like this stuff happening on the inside. So when you um, said that about like jumping, right. and that's kind of how it felt. Like he was just, he was just moving things around. But anyways, I digress. I want to tell my first story. Okay. I was at youth <laughs> camp. I was like, I was, I was probably like twelve or thirteen. Mm-hmm. Adam Shin was the youth pastor, mm-hmm. but he was like, I think this was last year or two right. or something. He took me. Only we went to youth camp that year was me and Luke. I don't know if it was like their first year, but it's the same room they still use now. Right. And I remember I was on the left side of the stage. There was far less kids there than there uh-huh. were now. And they were all lined up in the front. And um, they were praying for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And Adam was behind me. And somebody was praying for me. And like he's like, it's okay, man. You can just let it go. Let it go. Mm-hmm. And I remember like I fell back and like fell down. And... It's kind of like that. I remember like coming to. Right. I don't know if I was sleeping or what, but I just remember, I mean, this was like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I remember coming to and I was sitting there and like, I was like, okay, I guess I'll get up now. And I tried. Yeah, you and can't. it was like <laughs> gravity was like multiplied by yes. 50. Yes. I could not lift my head. Yes. And I said, this feels weird. <laughs> this is strange. But it also felt really good. Right. And I felt right. so peaceful. And I just like, I'm just going to lay here, I guess. Well, until I could get up. But. That heaviness, though, because, again, in my head, I'm going, I'm going to get up. Like, right. I look ridiculous laying here on the ground. Right. I'm going to get up. Right. And the Lord was just like, hmm, but you're not. You're going <laughs> to stay here until I'm done doing what I'm doing. Had you ever, like, when someone's praying, because, like, this happened before, like, when I, we've been praying for you, whatever, mm-hmm. and you just, the kind of glory comes on, you kind of crumple to your knees. That, yeah. Did that ever even happen? Yeah, that's, so that's, that's what I said. But not slain in the but spirit. But not, like, like, absolute. Correct. No, no control because even to my knees, like I knew that I was feeling something, so I would just drop to my knees, right? So I wouldn't allow, so, anyways, but okay, so I probably could have, I'm sure, at some point, but I just wouldn't allow it, yeah. So, anyways, a whole side note there, yeah, we went off on a little thing, didn't we? we? Though, Eh. all right, next, okay, I'm gonna save this one for when we talk about something else, but. Um, worship opens the door to his presence. Mm, come on. 
And, well, we should probably just keep going on that part because the stuff she says after that is really good. Jesus says, I am here to show you who you should be worshiping. Mm. Who are you worshiping? Mm. Mm. I am here to show you. Yeah, because it says um, you worship what you do not know. We know what we worship. So when he was talking to the lady, what then what was she? she so talking to a Samaritan mm-hmm. whose Samaritans like were a group of people who lived in Israel. Right. And they were like kind of Kind of Jewish, yeah, but, but kind of not. not. Yeah. yeah. And they had like some mm-hmm. pagan practices too. Mm-hmm. And, and they kind of worship God. It was, it's a weird, I don't, I'm not an expert on it right. by any means. This is what I sort of know. Um but yeah, so it's like you worship what you don't know, right? But we should worship what we do know, because salvation has come to the Jews. So what was your point with that? I don't know. Oh, okay. Who Jesus. are you worshiping? Right. Right. So I think like when I hear that, and um, was like when you come into a room, like in a church service, mm-hmm. like who you are worshiping. Um, let me phrase it a different way. Um, what you do. And, and the actions you take and the words you speak and the heart you have behind any of that is indicative of who you are worshiping. Mm. And so if there's like stuff held back, if you're afraid, embarrassed, whatever, like I don't know how else to tell you, but like you're worshiping yourself. Mm. You are saying, I don't want to do this. Specifically, God's telling you to do it or right. you feel like a pulling. Right. Like I don't want to do that. Because of how it's going to affect me. Like you just said pride. Right. Like you are putting your own worship above the Lord's. Oh, wow. I don't know how else to, say, yeah. how else to put that. Like, and it's harsh. Yeah. But like, I guess I mean, that's, that's kind of how it is, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when he comes, he is supposed to be like the king on the throne of our right. heart type thing. Mm-hmm. And if he's not there, then somebody's there. Yeah. And it's more likely you. Yeah. 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 What do you think? Yeah. yeah. Same. <laughs> Same. Um, Jesus is the image of the Father. You have to know who you're worshiping. Jesus reveals the Father. Yeah. So, yeah. You're, I'm full, to th- you're full of wisdom. Today. Thank you. <laughs> My notes. I I'm think, sorry. like, um... Jesus said, I only do what I see what I see my father mm-hmm. doing and say. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, people say Jesus is perfect theology. Like, and, and what that means is the things Jesus did on earth, mm-hmm. the things he actively did, it reveals the heart of the father. Right. Jesus is God. Jesus didn't, like, he didn't become human for 33 years and have no God. And he was still God. Mm-hmm. He was still the son of God, still part of the Trinity. Um, and there's the divine mystery and how all that worked together. But what we see the Jesus do on the earth, that's the heart of the father. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus comes to reveal the father. Mm-hmm. And that's what I take from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm just thinking of other things right in a second. Acts 17, mm, 22 turn. through 28. Shall we turn? I don't remember any of these any of these points from our message. <laughs> you Do you? I'm honest. Like I don't remember her ever even saying that. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. So I just made it up? I'm not saying that. I, just, like, <laughs> I remember a whole different message. 
Well, then talk about what you heard, because maybe we were hearing different things. Anyways, 17, 22 through 28. Verse 22. Right there. Let me read it. Yep. Then Paul stood in the midst of the um, Areopagus mm-hmm. and said, Men of Athens, I perceive that in all things you are very religious. For as I was passing through and considering the objects of your worship, I even found an altar with this description inscription to the unknown God. Therefore, the one whom you worship without knowing him, I proclaim to you, God, who made the world and everything in it, since he is the Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made with hands, nor is he worshipped with men's hands as though he needed anything, since he gives life, breath, and all things. He has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings so that they should seek the Lord and hope that they might grope for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. And, but as also some of you own poets, some of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. Mm-hmm. Is that where I should start? Mm-hmm. Okay. 28, yeah. Yeah. I think her point there was we live and move and have our being, right? <laughs> That's what I remember her talking about. Okay. Well, that's what not in my notes. That? What do you have? True worshipers worship in spirit and truth. <laughs> Same thing. Oh, my goodness. Such a great message. We're brutalizing it. I know. And people, you need to go get the CD. If they, I hope so. I hope it's If they hope recorded it, get it, because I apparently can't take notes when there's, when there's stories involved. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> There's just, um, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> your notes are awful. <laughs> Kathy Teller. Maybe I should have gotten with Kathy on this one. Oh my goodness. I know. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I, I think, um, maybe what I, what I feel like, so like I said, I thought she was focusing on for in him, we live and move and have our being mm-hmm. that we are like meant to live in him like mm-hmm. in in his um not necessarily like in his presence like 100% of the time every single day you're in a glory cloud right or whatever but like how do i put this that everything in our life revolves around the lord but even more than just like intentional doing things for him or about him but just like an an awareness that we are literally like living in Jesus mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that he lives in us and that, that we, uh, the presence, in that sense, the presence literally abides within us. Right. And, and also I'll say this about that we have our being. His presence gives me purpose in my life. Without his presence, like I don't feel like I have purpose. Right. And, um, and yeah. So what were you, what I, no, I was thinking today. Okay. So... This is going to be a silly example, but mm-hmm. it's kind of with this about him just being with us and all the time. Tot's car is messed up. All right. And so we had to get it towed to the <clears throat> the mechanic. Mechanic, thank you. I was thinking service shop. I don't know. That'll work. Anyways, and so this morning when I woke up, the first thing I thought of was like, Ugh, 
I got to deal yeah. with this car situation. Mm-hmm. And it has to be done today on right. the day off. There's no other time to do it. Like, I have to deal with this. And I was like, I don't want to. Right. Like, I really don't want to deal with this. Like, right. it, And it's not that it's some, like, awful thing. I just didn't want to deal with it. Right. So I got up and um, started reading the Bible and, you know, praying and worshiping and all that kind of stuff. But when I was done, I was like, okay, now I need to handle this car situation. Right. Like, there was just something that switched, mm-hmm. like, in the middle of abiding in him. Yeah. Where it's like... That's really good. I don't have to do this on my own. Like, it's not me either. Like, I could just do this. And guess what? His presence is going to be with me in the middle of doing this crap with the car that I don't want to do. Yeah. And I know that's silly, but it was just like... I Like, afterwards, I felt like, yeah, I can do this. I can handle this. Like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. And I I don't know. It's just... so true. Like, and... He can be in everything yeah and also like everything when i spend time in his presence it's almost like um like my wife likes to take epsom salt baths Mm -hmm. where they put epsom salt and other stuff whatever in there and um whatever it's just like pull out impurities i don't Mm -hmm. know if it does it or not Mm -hmm. but that's the principle i feel like spending time in the presence is kind of like that yeah like when i spend time in his presence in his glory like it pulls things out of me and I just like come out right better. Yeah. I come out happier. Right. Little frustrations are right. just gone. Right. Um, it's just true. Like, yeah. And, um, I was listening to a sermon or not sermon, but like a talk the other day, I was on a marriage and stuff and they heard, this is going to get kind of weird, but they're talking about sex mm-hmm. and, um, they were talking about, you know, this couple was talking about, um, you know, intimate intimacy in marriage, and the wife was like, you know, sometimes she, she's like, sex a lot of times is just a, it's a reset button. Mm-hmm. You need that in a marriage relationship, like, like just to reset your relationship. She's like, if you're finding you're just like getting aggravated at stupid little things all right. the time, and right. you're just like getting frustrated at each other, like, uh, 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 and it's just like getting that bit bickering or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes. Just being intimate with each other, even if it's not, like, glamorous and glorious, right. can just, like, reset a marriage. Hmm. And it brings you back to intimacy. And I feel like that's with the, with the Father. Yeah. Like, when I'm intimate with Him. Right. And when I have intimacy with Him, like, I just get reset. Yeah. And when I don't, like, I'm telling you, like, when I have a couple of days where if I just am lazy or I just miss it or something, right. like, I feel it. Yeah. I feel like I'm... I don't know if you've like if you've ever worked out or tried to play a sport or just done something, and you 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 know you're dehydrated, mm-hmm. you're hungry, mm-hmm. and you're just like running on fumes. It's like what I feel like in the spirit, right? And I just feel like I have nothing to give, right? And it's really awful because we're trying to do it out of our flesh, out of our flesh, right? And you can only do it yeah. so far. And so that's what I'm flesh. talking about. Like even with the car thing, in my flesh, I was almost feeling anxious about it because right. it's something that I already feel anxious about as far as like. Right the situation anyways with the car but just like it was just like uh, uh, uh. that's yeah. why i can't right, there's right, no right. words for that it was just i totally but, know that feeling is like so but then after like yeah. i was spent time with jesus i came out of it like it's not that big of a deal like just yeah. call yeah. the people come pick up the car yeah. i went out there and talked to the man and all that kind of, like and then it was over yeah it took about 15 20 minutes yeah. And I'm like, that's what I was so like. That's it. 
like dreading. Right. And then God's just like, see, I'm with you yeah. in that too. Like yeah. he can be with us in everything. But like you said, that that intimacy just kind of like hit that reset button. Yeah. Like it's it doesn't have to be me doing it all. Yeah. It's him through me. Yeah. We need his so, presence anyways, like every single every day. Every single yes. day. And I not agree. just reading your Bible for reading your for the sake of reading your Bible, right. not just playing a worship song on your phone or whatever. Right. But like actually intentional. Actually like mm-hmm. touching God. Mm-hmm. Like actually having him uh, impact you and you feeling his presence. Right. I know there's a lot of maybe we can talk about this for a second. I know there's a lot of like talk about feelings and how they're not good and stuff sort of that thing. Like I to be honest, I feel like feelings are important. Mm-hmm. I feel like how I feel matters. Like now I'm going to I'll preface it by saying this like just cuz you don't always feel it doesn't mean right. You know like if you don't feel it like oh I'm just not going to enter into worship today. No, you sometimes you got to do it mm-hmm. without feeling. But like God is a God of feelings. Right. He has feelings. Somehow it's coming to the church that like well you know, now in in church or in the, in, in the glory or in the, in the presence or in worship or whatever, it can't be about feelings. It can't right. ever, you don't worry about feelings. I think feelings are important. Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, and we don't have time to get into it, but like, I don't know, it matters to me. I want to, and when I, when I say that, when I say feelings are important, like, I want to feel his physical touch yes. on my body. Yes. Like, am I, do I understand that sometimes I won't feel it? Yes. Am I satisfied with that? No. Mm-hmm. Every single time I go, I want to, in some sort of way, feel his presence yeah. in, on, and around me. Yeah. I want that. Yeah. And like, if I'm, if that doesn't happen, then I'm, I'm disappointed. Yeah. And I want it next time. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. good. What's next? Um, <laughs> do we really want to go back to my notes? Let's try it. In him, we have the Lord. Worship comes from the inside. Get in touch with God within me. Oh, that's kind of like in him, we have mm, our being and stuff. Right. See? So I did write about that. Thank you. Yeah, well, I, I guess I was right, too, that I remember she talked about it. Right. So we're both right. Yeah, I'm more oh, right, I'm probably more righteous than right. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Self. Yes, for sure. Self. Okay. Demonically righteous. <laughs> carnal righteous Mm. (laughs) okay so um the other thing she talked about is how he comes we can't tell god what it will look like so yeah what does that mean so you can't just like with um like just being just an example of being slain in the spirit like i couldn't tell god like you can touch me and mm-hmm. you can rearrange things inside of me. Just don't have me fall out in the just spirit. Don't do yeah, yeah. So I think when we limit, you Ooh. know, can I, you, lim- can I limit. I limit. Can you answer some a question for me? No. I, have, I, have I a hate question. when you ask me questions. I have a question. <laughs> Who is God? Me or God? Mm. God? Correct. Yes, I got that right. Who gets to decide how God moves, me or him? Mm. Okay, so... No, 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 keep answering. <laughs> I mean, me. You get to decide? I I think I can limit him. Oh, So I can decide true. whether that's or true. not that's I true. allow him to move. That's true. Who gets to decide how God wants to move? Oh, he's got it all. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I know. Yep. Yeah. So. There is... 
something about a heart that says, I don't care what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care what it looks like. (laughs) I don't care if there's not a scripture for it. Right. I don't care. I want it. Yeah. I want you, Jesus, and I want to be pure, of course. I don't want to be deceived. Right. But I want it. I want him. And, Linnea, like, I want a church. I want not just a body. I want the worldly church that is saying, like, God, move. Yep. Like, we want to cry for revival, but then revival happens and we're not happy with it. Because mm-hmm. it makes us uncomfortable. Like, mm-hmm. I want, exactly what Merritt was talking about, like, you, she was saying, like, just because you're uncomfortable with what it looks like, that doesn't matter. You don't get to decide. Right. You don't get to decide. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I want him. I do I want too. whatever it looks like. Me too. I want it if it's weird. I want it if it's normal. I want massive salvations. I want massive right. healings. I want just whatever. Yeah. I want it all. Like, I want, because because I want Jesus, mm-hmm. and I want whatever he has. Mm-hmm. And, like, and if it's weird, if it's normal, if it's if it's anywhere in between, I'm good with it. Right. I'm not going to, like, get weird about it. Right. Um, I just keep hearing, you know, talking about scripture and being obedient. Yeah. I want to, like, obey him. And at all, at all costs. Does yeah. that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah, I want yeah, yeah. to, oh, when we were singing yeah, yeah. that song last night about, um, what's the song? Obedience. You know? Yeah, obedience. But I'm saying, <laughs> like, what's the words? Oh, I will love you, my yes. Yes. Oh. Like, two weeks ago, I think you sang that song at Revivalist, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's in this Bible. I think it's in my other Bible. But I had so many notes from that. Mm. Just because... Just obedience is everything. And I want to be a person that pleases the Lord with my obedience. And that even is during worship, Mm -hmm. but it's also in the rest of my life too. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying during worship or like what we're talking about, about getting into his presence, I want to be obedient in however he wants to do that. Sometimes it's through like slow, sweet. Yeah. You know, but then sometimes it's through jumping up and down and yeah. yelling and screaming. I don't know. Mm. However, I want to be obedient to mm. his spirit. Yeah. And I'm not going to, I just don't want to say it's going to be this way and not any other way. Because if you're, if, if you don't want whatever it looks like, mm-hmm. then like, what are we doing? Right. Then why are we here? Right. Like, then it's whatever you want it to look like. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that. Yeah. I don't want whatever I want it to look like. I right. want it to whatever he wants it to look right. like. And I'm good with that. Like I think maybe that's the hard part is that, because um, I know that the Lord's been dealing with me about like faith and and just because I don't see what like the future holds to still have faith. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes when we talk about, well, I don't care what it looks like, that can be scary. Like it can yeah. be scary to like, think well will i know it when i see it right you know like that's scary okay do you know what i'm saying like it be something that's not him right and and i think we almost have to just say i trust in you lord Mm -hmm. and it that and it's just that simple i i almost say we we kind of want to understand it all yeah and he's the spirit like Merritt said like he's 
like the word says, he's God is a spirit. Yeah. How do we control the spirit? We can't. Can't. You can't control the spirit. No. So I don't know. I almost taking that fear out of it. Like Yeah. Take my fear of the unknown and 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 just replace it with obedience. Like I just yeah. want to be obedient. Am I making any sense? I oh, feel yeah. like I'm not, mm-hmm. but it's hard to put spiritual things sometimes into like words that I also feel like we get so hung up on um what it looks like physically mm-hmm. or what it looks like on the outward expression. But we clearly know from scripture that God judges the heart. Right. He judges the heart. <laughs> and so like when I, when that really sank in my spirit mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. it relieves so much pressure, right. so much anxiety <laughs> of like, I have to get this right. And it was, yeah. and not in just in like what it looks like during our worship, but like it was, you know, I had just started, um, I felt the call to ministry. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, I used to think there was like a, a, a tiny little footpath that I had to follow. And it was like, it, if you've, I'm a very visual person, it's like there's a huge canyon and there's a little tightrope that I have mm-hmm. to walk across. And every footstep has to be perfect. Right. Every move I make has to be right. perfect. And if I do something like, and so what that looks like is like me, Lord, please don't let me do the wrong thing. Like, what's your will? What's your will? Right. What's your will? Right. What do you want me to do in this situation? What should I do? What should I do? And I would have so much fear and stress and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And, ugh. Like, and when I learned, like. That's that, not a word, is it? It's no. Just a, it's, a, uh, it's a feeling. Yes. <laughs> when I learned that God wants me just to have a heart for him. Yeah. Like, it was so freeing. Yes. And that's, that's gone into every avenue of my life. So it's like. Oh well, this manifestation during worship—that's interesting. Yeah, but I'm worshiping Jesus, so I don't really care. Right. Like I, I'm really loving on Him. Mm-hmm. Like I don't mm-hmm. care if people see me, whatever. Like you know, so whether I'm kneeling on my knees, I'm on my face, I'm crying, I'm shaking. Mm-hmm. Like I want Jesus. Right. So He sees my heart. Right. And that's all that matters. Right. That's literally all that matters. And if there's something in error. I have to trust in him right. that eventually he will work it out. Yes. But yes. if there's not, then more Jesus. Amen. More yeah. Jesus. Mm-hmm. And man, I just. Yeah. More just, Jesus. Just more. I want him more. Yeah, me too. So um, the father is seeking worshipers. I think she said that again. Yeah. And then, um, so when he's seeking worshipers, what does that look like? And she talked about, like, it starts with praise. Yeah. So um, praise you do when you feel like it or not, when it's your favorite song or not. It's also a step of faith. Praise praise is a choice. It's a decision. Yeah, those were all in my notes. Yeah. See? Hmm. Read me again. I was daydreaming. Oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously, though. It starts with praise. Feels like you praise when you feel like it or not, mm. or when it's your favorite song or not. Um, praise is also a step of faith. Praise is a choice, and it's a decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Like, so she's she went into this part of the sermon. I remember this when she was talking about sort of the protocol for entering in the presence, mm-hmm. how you enter in. And I want I do want to add uh, one thing at the very beginning of that, of like I believe it's it's. In, really important and this is something that the Lord showed me the last couple of years of starting with Thanksgiving mm. and so the scripture where it says we enter in his gates with Thanksgiving into his 
courts with praise. Yeah. And the in the image that we're seeing there is of a person entering into the the temple, the tabernacle, whatever, mm-hmm. and they're entering into this thing. And so like they come through the outer gates. Right. And then they come Take into the inward. Past the outer courts. Exactly. And that gates. They're in the courts. <laughs> and then after that, you enter in to the holy of holies. Mm-hmm. You enter into the glory. Mm-hmm. The glory. The glory. The Shakata. Shakata glory. Sorry, Miss Mary. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, uh, but so yeah, like starting with Thanksgiving, we talked about this last night before mm-hmm. worship. Like when I sit, you know, when I'm about to enter in, whether it's by myself or in a corporate setting, mm-hmm. if I can start with Thanksgiving and just tell the Lord just start saying things I'm thankful for or yeah. just focus on one and just really go after it. For me, if I, when I'm faithful in that, eventually, the because the, at first, and I'm just being honest, like if I have to try. Right. Like I have to try to like so it's, think of stuff. At the first, it's flesh. It's not necessarily spirit. It's very spirit. flesh. It's striving <laughs> yes. all day. It's works. Yeah. I believe works are what get you saved. You hear that, Pete? No, I'm just I'm playing. He's so joking. I'm <laughs> um, So, anyways, so like you know, it, it's it's difficult because like I'm having to like get my right my flesh in line with my spirit. Right. But all of a sudden, I talked about this last night. There's a shift that happens with me at least. There's a shift, so like I'm thankful, I'm thanking, 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 and all of a sudden the thankfulness, it's it's almost like it's not something that I'm having to pull up, but it's now it's something that's just like coming out, and then, so I'm like God, thanks. So I was just like, for like last night I was thanking Him for being faithful in finances, mm-hmm. like thankful God, thank thank you so much God that you've never let me go without all this sort of stuff, and then all of a sudden it just sort of flowing out, and then in that flowing moment. For me, is when it transitions from thankfulness mm-hmm. to praise. To praise, because yeah. all of a sudden, my even like sometimes it happens with me. Yeah, unintentionally, it happens where I'm like, "Thank you, God, for being so faithful. You are so faithful." Right. <laughs> just and turns. all of a sudden, like yeah. when I, the difference is, "Thank you for being faithful," and then that transition is, "You are." That's right. praise, right? And so I say, "God, you are so faithful. You are." So like you've never let me down. You're amazing. Thank you, like mm-hmm. you're, you're, you, you're, you know, always there for me. And now I'm praising. Right. And that's like, and it just starts to come out. And like last night, like that's why we went into um, yesterday, men at the right. very first. Because I was thanking him for like yeah. being faithful and right. stuff. And and um and then after that, I mean, we'll get into the, that's when you start entering to worship, worship and yeah. the deep glory. But um, mm-hmm. but what what was other stuff you said about praise? So you. Feel like it or not. Right. That's kind of like that first part. Right. Exactly. The favorite song or not. It's a step of faith. Yeah. Yeah. The, exactly. This is kind because, of. Yeah. Go ahead. Because it's kind of like what I was saying where it's blind faith. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know where this is leading. I, mm-hmm. I know it's leading to your presence. Right. But I'm just going to, like, I'm just going to trust that you're going to show up. Yeah. Exactly. Because I'm I'm praising you and I'm thanking yeah. you and I'm worshiping you. And maybe maybe that's some, something that somebody needs to hear out there, out there in uh, the table nation. <laughs> no, of like table maybe nation. you're sitting there, and you're you're probably on the toilet. Maybe you're listening maybe. to this mm. in the bathtub on the subway. They're not we have listening. A lot of, nobody in New York listens <laughs> no. to this. Okay, um, much just our friends and family who Pretty we much. guilt into doing this. Yes. Um, but maybe oh, you're, let someone say they don't listen. That's supposed to be my friend. Well, Zachariah. Zachariah, number one. <laughs> he got roasted. He will continue oh. to be roasted on this episode. 
Just wait for it. Yeah. Um, no. But maybe you're sitting there and you're like, well, you know, easy for you to say you're just so spiritual. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I also, like, we all, like, when we first start, it, it doesn't just happen naturally. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't just, like, okay, I'm in a worship, and then all of a sudden it's just spewing out. Like, the vast majority of time for me, like, I have to start like everybody else does. Right. It's like cranking an engine. Like, right. I have to get it started, and then it starts to come out naturally. Yeah, because that's, her other thing is, it's a choice, and it's right. a decision. Yeah. Like, you have, I mean, we, we're not all just walking around with just praise and worship, and I like, think some people flowing... Think, yeah. Constantly. No, I had, like, this morning, I had to make the decision. Right. I'm going to get up. I'm going to enter into his presence. Right. And I'm going to, like, go for it. Yeah. It's a decision. It looked, I chose to do that. I could have just yeah. sat in my bed and, like, oh, great, oh, great, oh, great, oh, great. I got to do this, 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 <laughs> and this, and I don't want to do it. And, yeah. like, muster up the nerve to do it. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, it's a choice, and it's a decision. We can't just walk around and, and like. I'm sure they look at you on stage, like, when you're doing opening or transition and they're like oh Linnaeus was spiritual whatever and they, they may nobody not, thinks that they do think that <laughs> you're obviously the crazy one <laughs> crazy apparently you and Kathy are crazy yep um, thank you Merritt <laughs> but and then you know but you're, you're just like we're just like everybody else right right like we have to step out in faith a lot of times but yeah yeah that's a choice amen and I choose to be in his presence Hallelujah. I have a ponytail. Nobody can see that. <laughs> that I'm flipping, yeah. flipping my hair it's back very, and forth. Very crazy. Yeah. Okay. okay. Anyways. <laughs> After worship, or no, praise goes into worship. Come on. And then worship comes the presence. What is, like, so I've, I've been trying to think about this for the last couple of years. So, like, I know it's pretty easy to nail down what Thanksgiving is. Right. And praise. Easy to nail down praise, kind of. What is the difference between praise and worship? Mm-hmm. I think yes. there's a moment when I'm praising him that, to me, like praise and thanksgiving kind of go together. Because mm-hmm. like you said, how you said, I'm thankful that you're faithful. Mm-hmm. And then you start saying, because you're always faithful. Right. But then there's a place where it's like, but even if you weren't, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're still holy. Mm-hmm. Even though this is the characteristic of you being love yeah. and holy and all that you are. But even if you didn't, right? Like even if you pour out your spirit, pour out your spirit Lord. Even if you weren't faithful to me, right? You're still God, yeah. and you're still holy, yeah. And you're still everything, yeah. But uh, we obviously know He's still faithful. Yeah. I mean, so we can still. But there's just this, this thing of. Like, I almost see it as, like, where I can just see how big he is. All right, yeah. Where I'm, perspective. Yeah, yeah, like, where I'm thinking and praising for, like, specific things or what he's doing in my mm-hmm. teeny tiny life. And then worship almost goes into how big you really are and how yeah. magnificent you are and how just you're everything. Yeah. And it just becomes bigger. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think, like, just as you are talking, like, I was thinking... And you're right. And I don't know if it's worship or if it's something that even Usually, comes... Usually, yeah. No. <laughs> something that comes after that, like in the glory or the holy of holies mm-hmm. or whatever. But I feel like sometimes for me, as I'm just thinking about, like the difference is where I'm telling God who he is and I'm like almost... Not like I'm talking to somebody who's not there, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You're you're just... Right. Whatever. I'm not necessarily talking... Um, to him. I'm talking like at him, right, I think. Right, right, right. And I'm like, I'm just putting stuff up kind of in faith, all that sort of right. stuff. But for me, 
maybe I think what my ultimate goal is is to get past that moment to where he and I are face to face. And now not only am I saying, God, you're faithful, but I can actually feel his faithfulness emanating off of his presence, mm. off of his person, and like encountering me. Right. And so now not only am I saying, God, you're good, but now I can actually encounter his goodness. Right. And sometimes I feel like that's what worship is for me. Well, way to make it sound better than what I said. Thank well, you, Tyler. I, I already knew that was going to be like, I was just going like, <laughs> to drive it home. No. But no, you made, me, you made me think about that of yeah. like, the ultimate goal is to encounter him. Right. The ultimate goal is to encounter it's him. true. Yeah. All right. What was um, next? That, so now it's basking in his presence. So mm. once we've worshiped, yeah. his presence comes. We just we're face it. to face with him. Yeah. And then we just, Come on. <laughs> we just love him. And he loves us. I don't know if everybody else was feeling it last night, but there were a couple just... moments. Like we're, what? what? No, go ahead. I no. want to. Where we were playing, and I was playing the piano, and like we just kind of stopped. Mm-hmm. And it was quiet. For, you know, sometimes it's 30 seconds to a couple minutes. And, like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm feeling other things people aren't. But, like, it was so sweet. It was sweet. For me. Go ahead. It's going to sound so weird. I oh, know. here we go. You danced with the Lord again, I guess. <laughs> I didn't dance. Okay. But I felt. You played bingo with him. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bingo's of the Lord. Oh, okay. I yeah, don't know. Yahtzee's of the devil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quiplash. Yahtzee. Quiplash is the devil. Anyways, um, I I don't even know if I. Go ahead. I felt, um, I felt Jesus, and last I, night. Yeah, and I felt that he um, just kissed my forehead, and that one of those sweet, like, quiet moments. It was fresh. Yes, but it was just like, again, you know, yeah. that's just one Why? of those. Yeah, like, why did he have... He didn't have to do that. But he it wants to. But he wants to. And it, and it wasn't anything, like, super... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyways. The sad, but, th- the sad thing is there's people out there... I don't necessarily know if people who, like, kind of are at our church, around us, whatever, but, mm-hmm. like, it, what's sad is there's people out there who you say that, and they're like, Jesus wouldn't do that. Right. It's like, oh, my goodness, dude. Right. Like, you don't know Jesus. You You, you, you. probably really just don't know him. Like, he wants to do Thank that. Thank you. And do you know, like, like even today, he like... He loves you so much. Why would he not want to, like, show affection to you? Yeah. Well, that's feelings. <laughs> okay? Like, I... Aren't relationships some feelings? I know. Too? Like, I don't know. Isn't that Anyways, um, but it just... It was another moment, though, that just makes me fall in love with him more. Yes. Because it's like, why would you come to me? Like... Yeah. Like, why do you... Like, I'm going to cry. But why yeah. do you see such specialness in me that right. you would come and like kiss my forehead yeah like why like i'm just worshiping you yeah but he mm. loves us that much that and he people would... are like well what's the fruit of that this is the fruit of right that. i love this him is more. yeah like i'm even more in just love. yeah exactly yeah. this is the fruit and i want other people yeah to experience that and to I, love him like that i think sometimes we look at stuff like Nobody you know, can see me, but like I'm she's so crying. crying right now. Uh, you know, like Merritt talked about so good. how when she was at the conference, she had gold dust on her hands. Right. Um, We're not there in the notes yet. I want to go ahead and talk about one okay. part of it. Okay. Like, what is the fruit of that? Why right. would God do that? Yeah, because right. she even said that. Like, what's... Right. Why? Yeah. And for me, there's there's kind of two reasons. Number one, it's a sign just to make you wonder. Right. It's to put it all back in respect perspective of like, oh... He's real. Right. 
Um, the spirit world is way more real than the physical. Yep. And like, there's something going. It's like to like, I think it's to recalibrate us a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, but then also it's, it's to make you realize that like, he loves you. Right. And he sees you. Right. And can he do that from showing you a scripture in the Bible? Of course. Yeah. But he's God. He does what he wants. He does. He's, and so like, and he's spirit. He's spirit, and he's, he's and it's not always gonna look like we like like natural because yeah. he's not president. He's not the president of the United States. Right. He's not a physical person. Right. He's spirit, right. and spirit's different than we are. Yeah. And so like, people ask, well, what is the fruit? What's the point of that? Number one, even if there's no, it doesn't you know, I don't know. Like, but he does it because he wants to, right. and because it brings him glory and it draws people unto him. Right. It makes people and and that's the only thing I would say. I guess if like we're looking at manifestations during the worship or, or the glory mm-hmm. if it doesn't point you to the lord right then then maybe there's something wrong with it yeah. now i guess people can take anything out of practice because right sometimes he even healings that are the lord point people to the person who does the healing so right. it's not always per- that that analogy is not always perfect but right the fruit is that you fall more in love with him yes and it becomes more real to you and then the next time i worship like it's even more of a a sweeter worship because he like he I don't know what the word is like he showed himself There's to history. me in in that way yeah. you know just in that little intimate moment y'all boot up <laughs> you and Jesus boot up we boot up it's so silly anyway so silly it's so silly God. why do I feel like Madeline when I said that he's so silly Nene silly <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, oh, get so tissue. the I know, like now I'm so messed up because I wasn't gonna share that with anybody, yeah. but I felt it was appropriate just now. Anyways, or not appropriate, I don't know. It was Who cares? Of the devil. <laughs> so, um, so then basking in his presence yeah. and just that, that loving on him, him loving on you. That's where I want to be all the time. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love mean it. it's so good, and I just want everyone to feel his presence like that yeah. um but it works corporately was her next point works corporately and in your prayer closet yeah which we kind of already yeah discussed that and then he shows up every time every time every time because he's faithful <sighs> right come on come on somebody you're gonna cry again i don't know <laughs> his Stop. presence makes me want to cry apparently <laughs> Either laugh or cry. That's my <laughs> my two extremes. Anyways, um, oh, okay. So then her next thing she went into is why do we get into his presence? Yeah. Why? 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 Why do I? Why do you? Why do I? I do it because I number one I can't live without his presence. Come on. And I am just deeply in love with him. Mm-hmm. It's why I want to be with my wife. Like I love her. Right. But to a, but with the Lord, it's to like a whole different level. Right. Right. Like, I just can't explain it. Yeah. Like, I, I'm married and I love my wife so much. But when I think about the Lord, I mean, like, I mean, how He saved me. Come on. How I mean, He how raised, he raised me? me. How he... I mean, how He healed me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I had to. I know. No, but seriously, like. <laughs> I, I don't know like for me that's that's a hard question to answer because it's it's just natural for me right. it's second nature right for, it'd be weird for me to, to do anything else mm-hmm. like and 
don't know. I just, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just, yeah. I can't, I, it's, it's for me wanting to enter into the presence of the Lord as a ramer right now in my life mm-hmm. is, 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 as like, um, just second nature is like breathing. Right. Like, I right. want to be in his presence. Yep. So like, I'll just talk to you like, um, this happened uh, a couple nights ago when the pastor and I went to district council and, um, they were, they brought in this speaker who's a great speaker who's a mission, he's a missionary and not a missionary, he's actually a local pastor in, um, India. Anyways, at the end, he was fiery, he was awesome. Um, he just called for like, hey, if you need a miracle or you, or he, and he said, or if you just want more of the Lord, like I ran out of the altar, right. got on my knees and just started crying out because like I want his presence. Right. And it, I didn't have to think about it. Right. I don't like, like, oh, is this really, is this call for me or is it for not for me? Like I want his yeah. presence. And I don't care if other pastors down there were trying to be more dignified or not. Um, luckily they weren't. It was a bunch of good old sons of God guys who were down there weeping too. So like, but I, that's just, I want it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it. I, I think in the past, I think in the past that I have wanted his presence for gifts or I've wanted his presence, um, I don't know, for some other... Selfish reasons. Yeah, a lo- maybe that. And now it's like, I want his presence whether he heals or not, or whether mm-hmm. he... Um, I don't know. Like, I just want to be with him. Mm-hmm. But saying that, when he does show up, like, those things tend to happen. Oh, yeah. It's just... It's his nature. Like, yeah. he... So, I, I'm... That's why I want him to come. Yeah. is because I just want to be with him. Yeah. But when he does come... Yeah. Like, healings happen. Yeah. And, like, what did she say? Um, deliverances happen. Yeah. He touches us. Yeah. And, and so... Like, the why is because I love him, but when he does show up, yeah, all this other stuff just happens, yeah. and it's amazing. I it's don't, amazing. I don't love him because he does those things. Right. I love him because of the heart right. that he has. Right. For those. Does that make sense? Right. Like, so, like, I don't love him because he heals somebody. I love him because he loves to heal people. Right. Like, oh, like you're just... You're just a good dad, yeah. Who loves to give good things to his children. Like, how could I not love you? Right. That's why. Like, I mean, he's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Um, and then it says, um, "We hunger for the presence." And then, why do we hunger for the presence? Um, and she gave this example of the lady that came on a Wednesday night for prayer, and um, where we just pray for the church yeah. service or whatever. And um, she just happened to come in. I'm not really sure the whole story. Yeah. But she came in and she, the presence of God was definitely there on Wednesday mm. night. And she got saved. Yeah. She got delivered from addiction. Yeah. And then she showed up to church on Sunday. Right. Hungry for more. Yeah. And Merritt's point was like, that's why we need the presence, like corporately in our church service. Right. So that when people like that come to our services or prayer night or connect groups, we need the presence there so that they can encounter a right. Jesus who will deliver and yeah. heal and set them free. Yeah. And that's why we need, like, I'm going to cry again. Here we go. Oh, my gosh. You know, Such and, a baby today. In the past, pastoral 
type church world. Pastor and I have talked about this, talked about this a lot. There's kind of like two schools of thought. There's what I would consider probably the vast majority of the church of the entire world. More specifically in America, actually, you don't see this a lot in third world countries, but where their biggest focus is on leadership development, mm-hmm. is on a good social media following, mm-hmm. is on outreaches in the community, whatever, all that, all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. and outreaches in the community are fine, you know, it's not big, not, not bad. And leadership development is obviously not bad. Social media is not bad. It's a tool. Um, and then there's another group. I fall in and pastor does too where our main goal so that's their main goal our main goal is the presence of the right. Lord is the presence of Jesus people are like well don't you believe in leadership of course leadership development is fine it's right. great but Peter did not go through a leadership development mm-hmm. course when he got up on the day of Pentecost and delivered a message that right. got 3,000 people saved right and what we've done in America is used leadership development eloquent ways of speaking all this sort of stuff to to give a artificial anointing because mm. all that stuff will come in the anointing right like in, in the in the old days these old preachers who would have tent revivals and Azusa Street all this other sort of stuff where they would draw like thousands no upon thousands of people <laughs> and people were getting saved in droves like they yeah. did not go through leadership development right they did not have great outreach strategies they came they were a heart that was broken mm-hmm. and rendered before the Lord and they wanted the presence of Jesus right. and that's what I want because mm-hmm. when that happens people will be saved right. the demons people will be healed all right. that sort of stuff will happen like if you have the presence mm-hmm. it's for me it's so simple like right. it's just get the presence and that will look like, like we said at the beginning, right. that's success. Right. His presence. Like, I don't need, now, people are going to get onto me and get get bent out of shape. I'm right. not saying get don't be Tyler. a good, I'm not saying don't be a good leader. Right. I'm not saying don't try to build yourself up. Like, right. please don't go to that side of the wagon, guys. Right. But, like, I'm saying that stuff is secondary. Mm-hmm. To the and, presence. And I'll say that it's secondary. It means little to nothing if his presence is Come not on. there. Yeah. There are dead dead churches today mm-hmm. who have um, social media followings right. and pastors who've you know been CEOs and all this sort of mm-hmm. stuff and what happens people come in they come and they blow out right because there's just no there's no depth there right I want the presence yeah where Jesus himself that's what the presence is mm-hmm. will touch somebody yeah I don't care if I know some leadership development strategies that are gonna help somebody along whatever don't you think that the Lord will actually impart yeah. s- divine strategies to right, you? Right, right. His ways are higher than our ways. Mm-hmm. Our, we are, our great ideas are foolishness to him. Right. Like in the presence is everything you need. Right. And so like for me, I want the presence. And I, I want it because I know everything is accessible. Mm-hmm. Everything is available in his presence. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Anything else? Um, his presence changes everything. Sure does. It does. It does. It really does. It's kind of what we were talking about, like when we, when you earlier, when you sit in his presence, it literally just changes your heart. Yeah. And yeah. like last night, I, I mean, it, I, it, I felt his presence come 
when we were in that little beginning part, mm-hmm. we just started to thank him and praise him. Like mm-hmm. I felt the shift even then, right before we got into worship. And I love, I love that shift. Mm-hmm. It's like, ooh, something's about to happen. It's like it's good. I love it. Yeah, it's so good. The king's in the room. Amen. So good. Um, so did you want to talk about um, the gold dust or the? Okay, so the one thing that, um. I noticed when I went to that Iris conference mm. and then Merritt also said the same thing at prayer a couple of weeks ago when she got back from the conference is there's a difference when you're at one of those conferences and every single person there is hungry. Like they just want Jesus and they just yeah. want the presence of the Lord to come in. And I know like sometimes on Sundays here at church, we can have 50 million things on our mind. We can have, <laughs> yeah, like, my roast is in the oven. Yeah. You know, like, all this kind of stuff. And, and maybe not necessarily right. have that hunger for right. his presence. Where we just kind of want to, we just want to come and say, yep, thank you. Thank yeah. you for what you've done. Thank you for what you're going to do. I worship you. And then done. Yep. Where, like, these people at these conferences will stay until yeah. he shows up. Like yeah. there's what's the old school like they'll um Terry. They'll Terry. They'll Terry until tarry. but it doesn't take long. I mean right. because he inhabits the praises of his people, but right. I'm just there there is a difference. And even Merritt noticed, you know, yeah. and, and I even noticed that like at Jesus yeah. eighteen, like there's just that difference in that Iris conference. Yeah. These people really just want Jesus and right. and there's no like, even people who were sick and needed healing, they weren't even, like, necessarily concerned about that. They just wanted Jesus. And then that stuff, like, what we were talking about when you're, when he when he shows up, it just happens. So, right. anyways. but I'm going to talk about hunger really quick. Um, hmm. Like, so, two things. Um, exactly what you're talking about. Like, when you come on a Sunday morning... Like, come hungry. Yeah. Um, don't, please, like, don't come and expect the worship team or the person who's doing the intro or whatever, that be the person to get you riled up. Right. Come into the service ready. Yeah. Ready and, and really, and I know that's not going to be every single week, um, but just come. And so that's, that's what I'll yeah. say at first. And this yeah, is because the there are some weeks where it's just yeah, like, I've got, me too. I've had, like heaviness, like yeah. spiritual battle, and you or need, and that's and that's part of being a family. Right, people can lift you up. Right, um, but The next thing I want to say is this: we kind of <clears> talked <throat> about this before the before the podcast. Um, there's something about when you're like, I want more of God. Mm-hmm. Well, this is just this is what I believe. Um, that sometimes there's a price to pay for that. Right, like God's like, okay, you want more of me. Like, show me. Right. Show me that you want. Knock on the door. Ask. Seek. Right. And sometimes I feel like we think that's a simple prayer, and sometimes it is. But for me, sometimes that looks like me going somewhere. Like, so last year we went to Mexico. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a burden for missions when we went to Mexico. Right. I wasn't like, my heart's burning for the nations. I purely went to Mexico because I heard there was revival there. Right. And I was like, I want that. Right. I want to be on fire for revival. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes there is a pilgrimage that you have to go on to like get more of Jesus. Right. I fully believe that. Right. 
And for me, like that's that was Toronto. That was light the fire again. That was Jesus Conference. And people were like, I know people can have issues with conference because they're just being honest. They're easy to pick at. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff wrong with them. Right. There's a lot of weird. Yeah, because she even talked about like. Oh yeah. Um, what was one of the things she said? Um, the presence will attract craziness. Oh, it'll attract you the see enemy. Some cra- you want to see some crazies? Go to a conference. Right. Like especially <laughs> one of these conferences. Like, and listen, I'm not saying none of that's there. I'm saying it's all there. Right. But I'm not there for. Come and on. I'm there for Jesus. Yeah. Okay. And I don't care what they're doing. I'm there because my heart's pure. Well, they're there to distract. That's all they're there to do. It's true. And they and just want to distract. But I don't even care about them. Yeah. But like, so you want if you want to pick on conferences, go ahead. But I'm just telling you, there are. This is what I believe. There are people in this world who carry things, carry anointings, carry the presence in a way. They have a a revelation mm-hmm. about how to enter in the presence that I don't have. Right. And that I want. Right. And so I will avail myself to like go and get ministered mm-hmm. by them and just mm-hmm. be in the room. And like for me it's it's simple. It's like right. I want Jesus. Jesus is over here. I'm gonna go there. Right. Is it well are you saying he's not at our church? No, he is. But there's something unique over here that I want to experience and right. I want. Right. And if people some people that that may be weird and you may not agree with that, that's fine, but that's not but I want that. Right. And like I am completely okay with traveling mm-hmm. and going somewhere. And and is it and maybe it doesn't look like traveling and going somewhere for you. Maybe the Lord's saying, No, I want you to wake up at five thirty in the morning right. every morning, get on your knees and cry out right. for an hour. Right. And that's how you're gonna experience me. Right. Whatever. And like I've had those moments too. Right. But for me, when I see this stuff, that's how I build my hunger up. Mm-hmm. Is I go and like I sacrifice and whatever and I go and I I want to be a part of something and I sit oh my goodness Toronto was like literally felt like 14 hours of church a day right. and you're sitting and you're worshiping and you're sitting down and it's just you're exhausted <laughs> by the end of the day I was so tired and came home that night to do a ser- to do a, a service at, at a house church and so like but that's hunger for me yeah that's me showing God I'm hungry mm-hmm. so anyways. yeah what All right you good? Yeah. All right. I wanted I want to do something at the now that we're about to end it. Okay. Uh, so I feel like, and I just felt like the Lord told me to do this like about thirty minutes ago while we were speaking. Um, there I feel like there's people who may be listening to us right now who, um, why are you laughing? Because I think I felt the same thing. We're entering in the presence. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like you just can you get like some Eric Gilmore something pulled up on your phone or something? It's on YouTube. Oh. Um, uh, So you're listening to us and you're just like, I don't know what that's like when you're talking about sitting face to face with him. Or maybe you're like, yeah, I've been that way. That's happened to me, but it's been a really long time. Um, I just felt like the Lord obviously let Agnes did too. I did. That we were just supposed to like enter into the presence really quick, just for a couple minutes. And that wherever you are listening... Um, that you would just begin to feel his his um, presence and and touch. So I'm just gonna pray and we're gonna go ahead and get started. So Heavenly Father, we love you, Jesus. We love you so much. Come, Holy Spirit, right now. Jesus, wherever this person is sitting at, God, I pray you would just come. 
and your presence would fill the room, fill the car, fill wherever they're at, Jesus. In Jesus' name, come Holy Spirit. Jesus, come. So wherever you're at right now, just begin to thank Him. Just begin to thank Him for who He is. Jesus, you're so good. I thank you. It can be something big, something really small, but just begin to thank Him. He's done so much. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You're worthy. You're worthy, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for my children. Come, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your faithfulness, Jesus. Thank you for the love of God. Thank you for your faithfulness, Jesus. There is no one like you, Jesus. No one like you, God.
encourage you guys to take time to feel his presence every single day and uh it'll be awesome amen amen swirl it's swirly in here i know i'm gonna be like on sunday dale Dale just walked into a holy spirit when dale Dale walks into the room (laughs) i guess I hope about we should, see, yeah, we should see, listen uh, to the next episode. Yeah, next episode is going to be awesome. It's going to have see Dale. Bye. Bye.